All right, mic check, mic check. This thing on? Hit me. Yo, I play my enemies like a game of chess, but uh, I rest. No stress, uh, don't smoke sense, less. I must confess, my destiny's manifest. There's some cortex and sweats. I make tracks like I'm homeless. Okay. orgies with Borgy and Bess. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Okay. Bless you if you represent the food, but I hex you with some witches brew if you do do voodoo. I could do what you do. Easy, believe me. Give me heebie-jeebies. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone and defecating on your microphone. Ready or not, here I come. Cause now I'm not gonna go right here, man. Fuji. I better respect the Fuji. It's my part. Chill, Prash, you all in. They thought he was going to rap. Nah, B. You can rap, but you're real low. Yeah. I can talk over you. You're not a legend. Um, <clears throat> Water Masters podcast, of course. Um, not much, you know, not much happened this week. Slow week, but I got some things I want to get into, some things I want to talk about. Um, shout out to everybody that's in last week's episode. Um, and an episode before that as well, and that's uh, supporting the Fire Nights podcast, which will be dropping uh, Wednesday. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Wednesday, we dropping another episode. We just recorded that earlier today. Um, I recorded with Side Jules on Dem Say What Radio and Rawhead Radio. Uh, it's the AM station. Um, well, I mean, an online station. It's a radio station. Uh, that was a good experience. You know what I'm saying? I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, my pros and cons on that. Um, oh, Lauren back. Come on, Sam. Oh my God. Oh no, never mind. I can't do that. All right, song over. That was a good song. Um, now go on. You good, Lauren? You brought the Fuji's up, Lauren Hill. Man, that's messed up. And you can't, you know, can't be doing that. And I quite as kept. I will say that though, man. A lot of times when men have problems with each other, it's based on a woman, man. You know what I'm saying? Women be. You know, doing and, and vice versa, vice versa as well. So, a lot of times women have problems with each other. You know, it's because a man. You know, Lauren, you, you broke the group up, man. You can't, you know, can't sleep both members, man. You got to pick one. Um, but you're a legend, though, so we're not going to disrespect you. It's Black History Month, by the way. It is February fourth. I'm recording this. I tried to record something yesterday, didn't like it. Scrapped the whole thing because why? I care about content. That's why. Some of us do, some of us don't. Um, but. Moving on forward from that, it's Black History Month, so hopefully this podcast will maybe to, you know, provide at least a, a little fact about a black black history uh, person or somebody that invented something or you know that's another thing. Why well, we always do that? Every time it's Black History Month, you always think about stuff we invented. I mean, it's other things too. Like uh, to me, Fuji's is a, is a legendary Black History group. So I wanted to start out with that mainly because of you know if you listen to if you're in the media or you you know you follow any kind of hip hop news, you heard uh, the Migos. Uh, say that they were the best uh, group. I think they said rap group though, but I would I would consider I would I would consider the Fugees a rap group. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I think the Fugees is a rap group, and I I'll debate that in a minute whether I think the <laughs> Migos will surpass the Fugees. Mind you, the Fugees didn't have the biggest run, but the records are very uh, monumental. And mind you, it's what 20, 30 years later, almost thirty years later. I don't think I'm, I'm not sure. 
what we will be playing from Migos 25 years from now, you know, or what we what we consider a classic, but we don't know yet, you know what I'm saying? Because Versace was a big hit. It was never, it's not a bigger hit than any of the Fuji songs, though, but we'll get into that, you know, soon later. Um, oh, let me start out, though. Yeah, so, um, you know, I recorded with uh, Saw Jules. It was in Carlton Clay. They got a show, Them Say What. That's the name of it. It's on um, Round Here Radio. That was pretty dope, pretty dope, pretty good experience. Um, it was actually cool because it's my first time well, oh, I'm a guest. I've been I've been did it before, but you know, it's one of the times where I'm seeing the show and I'm seeing it at a radio station or you know a studio per se. Um, I would call I would call that a studio. Um, and pretty much, if you watch the Breakfast Club, you know you got Charlemagne, MV, uh, and Angela Yee, and then you got the guy in the back. That sometimes you see you never really pay attention to, but he touching all the buttons and stuff like that. Yeah, so he was there. That guy, not him, but the guy for that studio that would that would be considered the uh, engineer. So he was there, and um, it was dope because we we before we record we pre-recorded because the show come on at eight. It's probably a live show. It's normally live, but um, in order to get me and get everybody on, we did uh, and they had stuff going on at eight o'clock. They had other shows doing it. So shout out to them for actually having a bunch of shows and stuff they're doing. They really out here, you know, really getting to it and, and putting out good content and putting on great shows and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so we recorded and it was dope. You know, I. I it's funny now because I see how much, I, and you really don't notice how much you really do until you see another platform do something and you realize, like, damn, like everything that was going on, I wear all those hats. Like, we had Conk, Conker Jones actually was there. Um, he was there, uh, unbeknownst to me. He was there. He uh, he recorded, um, you know, uh, a snip. Uh, he, he was, you know, he recording something for them. I can't talk about it, but he's recording something for uh, Cy and uh, Carl Clay. So that was dope to see him there. Um, and then, you know, it had uh, the engineer, his name is Swag, I believe. I've seen him before at other events that I've, I've done and um, that I've spoken at or, or recorded at. Um, so it was a good atmosphere because everybody pretty much knew each other all from media, so it was dope. But to see, you know, have a camera guy in there, the engineer in there, a host from the show, the host from the show in there, and then the guest, and it's like, uh, right now I'm doing all of that sometimes. Like, it's times I'm recording, I'm engineering, I'm, I'm the guest, but then it's times I'm recording, I'm engineering, and I'm, 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 um, I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hosting, or I'm, I'm just talking to podcast on myself, or whatever case may be. So that was dope to see it being done with everybody doing one part, and then you really don't know how much you really do until you see it somewhere else. So I thought that was dope too. Um, but that was a good experience, you know what I'm saying? So I, I had no cons or pro. I was just saying like that was some of the things I seen. Um, I didn't hear how to sound and get to listen back to it, but uh, you know. Good luck with that. Hopefully they, they get that on and they'll play it again this week or something like that. They do. I'll share it. I'll send it to y'all and see if I can listen to it. We talk about a few good things. It was something I'm going to talk about on here, but we talk about some good things. You know what I'm saying? It was like uh, a lot of the sexual assault cases that's going on. We talked about that. Um, we talked about, uh, you know, just the dating thing, which I'm going to talk about today. We, t- we talked about a few things. You know what I'm saying? It was pretty good. It was a good atmosphere. It was funny. Um you know, they're the shadiest of the shadiest crew, so they, you know, they threw a lot of shade, but, and I was just in there just cool and chilling, you know, and um, that was that, so if you want to listen to that, you know, I try to get that out to y'all, if I can, I'll, I'll talk to side now, Carlton and uh, the people, the good people over there at Around Here Radio, and see what they talking about, um, so y'all can hear that, so that was dope, um, but it also, like, doing a show like that lets me know, like, why, when I'm doing what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, I know I'm. I'm I, I know it's no other way I want to do it. Like I would, I would never. It's not disrespect to them or anybody else because some people don't have time to do what I'm doing. They don't have time to really uh, produce their own show, you know, record, uh, and then like learn, learn the keys. Like, like I said, when I started my podcast, I actually, um, 
I bought a mixer. Didn't know. I never mixed a thing in my life. I didn't. I didn't do no radio. I didn't do no. I, I never been a rapper. Uh, I, I've written things, but I never been a rapper. Um, never recorded before until I did the podcast. So it's like I did everything and just learned it on the fly. So right now, how crisp it sound? I only know that from trial and fail. I only know that from putting out an episode where people say, "Hey, this sounded kind of this," and then putting out an episode where people say, "This sounded kind of that." You know what I'm saying? Just trying and trying and trying. But it take time, and everybody ain't got that time. Sometimes you know you kind of doing five million things at once. So you got to kind of, you know, get in where you fit in or, you know, do your thing. So shout out to anybody that can go to them platforms and do it. Like, it's platforms that have reached out to me. I don't feel like the split was enough, you know what I'm saying? Um, no respect to nobody else. I can't do no 60-40 uh, split, though. Like, it's, it's no way possible I'm ever going to do a 60-40 split. Um, when I feel like I can record everything here and I, I'm, I'm in, a, in confines of my own place, and all I got to do is give you the audio clip. I'll do everything else. Get the guests, get the sponsors. Like, why am I ever doing sixty forty? That's crazy. But you know, uh, that's neither here nor there. But I, I can me seeing that and me seeing how, just how much I, I actually already do for myself. There's no way I can ever like doing shows. Lets me know now. There's no way I can ever give up my freedom. Like, if I don't want to record on Sunday and today's Sunday and the Super Bowl Sunday, mind if I don't record today, I don't have to record it. I'm doing it because I, I want to do it. But I can easily put something out on Friday or say, now nah, I'm going to just do it Thursday. I don't have to be consistent with it. I can put it out anytime I want to. And, you know, with shows like that, you know, yeah, pretty much that day got to be clear for that hour. You know what I'm saying? Because he might, like the engineer was like, oh, I don't like doing uh, pre-recordings. He'd rather do it live whatever, for whatever reason. I didn't understand that part, but, <clears throat> excuse me, for whatever reason he said it to, you know, to to side. And um, they, they, they worked it out, whatever. But, you know, um, I have to do pre-record. I'm never doing live because I want to make sure the content is good before I put it out. I've done two shows, I mean, two two podcasts where I, I, you, you guys will never hear it because I did it and it, not saying it was a waste of time, but they wasn't, they wasn't loose. You know what I'm saying? They didn't say the things that caught me to ask them to come on the podcast when I, when I actually was in front of them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm lucky it wasn't live. Those live shit, I'd be like, this is trash. You know, because really you get, it's like, you know, I might could put an episode out one week, and it might not be that great. It might not be trash, trash, but it might not be that great. And then the next week, I put one out that's like, yo, I like this one, da 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 But you don't get that many times, because you put, you send three weeks, let's say three weeks, that's put out three trash episodes. Like, that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas not really checking for it. You got to really gain that back. So you got to watch the content you put out. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Saju, shout out to Dim Say What Radio. It was a good experience. Um... And that's a good thing about doing other shows too. You learn a lot about your show, your your thing. I can't say I took anything from it to bring back, but I will say, like I said, it lets me know I'm doing a great job what I'm doing, and that honestly, I feel like I could start a line of, line of radio show under my under my platform. I might do that to be honest. Just put it on my SoundCloud, and I might I'm, I'm thinking about it now because uh, seeing that it's like I could do that. Like it's easy. I could I could produce a show easily. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty much already doing that with the Fire and Ice. You know, I produced that. I mean, Carlton's on it, but I'm pretty much doing all the producing. And, you know, he comes recording, and that's it. You know, I'm doing, you know, the slicing and dicing and all the editing and anything else that goes into it. But that's neither here nor there. So shout out to everybody that's that's, that's doing that thing. Um, Yeah, I want to talk about some things. Uh, now, Migos, they said they was the best rap group. Um, When y'all, when y'all writing me our feedback, I want to know what y'all think about that. You know, what y'all think about Migos saying they're the best rap group? Matter of fact, hold on, hold on. Matter of fact. All right, so now here I got my mom. You can introduce yourself, mom. Tanya. Okay. Don't so you know who this is now? Um, <clears throat> she ain't been on a little bit. I guess she, you know, don't like the show that much. I'm not sure. But she be trying, to, she be trying to steal the show sometimes. So I gotta make sure, make sure she just chill sometimes. But um, 
I was talking to them about the rap groups, and I was saying the Amigos, you know, I, I, I just, you know, get you run down who the Amigos was and the songs they heard, they, that you heard about them. And I'm saying they're the best rap group, which, like I said, to me, I don't have a problem with them saying that because I, I would assume you want to be the best rapper or, you know, best at what you're doing. I would assume that's why you're doing it sometimes, to, to be, you know, one of the best, especially if you you know, popular out here in this climate of, of music. Um, but the climate is not the same as it was before. So you got, like, 90s groups. Um, so some of the groups I, I was thinking about, you got Wu-Tang Clan, that's a, that's a rap group. <laughs> you got Outkast, that's a, that's a rap group. You got, uh, it's funny, I, I, people are going to laugh when I say that, but you got Beastie Boys, that's a rap group, you know? And it, people, you can say what they want to say about them, but I in the 90s. Like the beast, back then, to, the Beastie Boys, they, they, but, they, they I mean, to, what's up. To even, be, to even be considered a good group in the 90s, like, that's one of the best musical eras of all time for urban, like you're talking about hip-hop and R&B. That's what made hip-hop and R&B be one because remember before they're trying to separate like now this is rap that's that then it's like you had to bring it together at some point thanks to you know people like Diddy and all of them that made you know what's the 401 and stuff like that um you got NWA then you got Run DMC and I see people joking Run DMC a lot like lately they've been joking Run DMC like oh now they trash da 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 but when you're a pioneer of course people people behind you gonna be a little bit better but I'm trying to base it off what you did for the culture you know what I'm saying like how'd you push it forward you got yeah, you know, Run DMC with they with what they did with uh, Adidas, you know, like brand. Remember, you know how rappers now wear Jordans and talk about that. It would be none of that unless it was Run DMC with the Adidas. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what started like branding and and getting them sponsorships, like making something really cool. People wanting to wear stuff because you wear it. Yeah, they they had the Adidas shell top. They also had the Lees. Yeah. So Lee was a a brand name back then. And if you wasn't rocking a pair of leaves and a pair of shell tops at that time, then I mean, you, you was corny, lost. right? Right. <laughs> See, but people got to remember you, you. You say coming from then to now, Run DMC. Run DMC is corny, but if it wasn't for Run DMC corny people, rap industry wouldn't even be where it's at today. They exactly. paved the way for majority of you guys to be where you're at today. With half of the music that comes out, because I can't understand what half of it's about, but we ain't going to go there. <laughs> but with that being said, I mean, you, you really can't compare from when something be, people begin something to where you are 20, 30, 40 plus years later. Of course, there's going to be a big transition, big difference in the music and how things are done. But yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I personally, I grew up over in DMC. It was a great group to me and especially to my your Uncle Kenny, so... <laughs> like famous people in that little era. Then you got, but you got, you got like other like even this time the Wu Tang Clan. They had a big following, like a crazy big following. Um, worldwide though, you know what I'm saying? Like put that Chinese thing they had going on, and you know the stuff they kicked. Uh, then you get to think about think about not only the groups. I always talk about like Beyonce. Like I always say, like Destiny's Child is a was a great group. Mm-hmm. So it made Beyonce bigger because the group was so good. It's like for her to stand out in that in that group that was so good and so well put together. It makes you think that individual artist is that great as well. So you got people like, uh, you know, and you got uh, Wu Tang. You got RZA, who's a big, big time producer, or Raekwon, who put out his Purple Tape, put out his. Then you got Method Man, who put out, you know, what I'm saying. Then you got um, what's that other group they have? I can't remember. Keith Murray and Red Man and and yeah, EPMD I was about to say with Red them, Man. like all them groups in the '90s. That, and then like I, I wonder, <clears throat> we talk about groups. Would Eric B and Rakim be considered a group? Yeah. Migos not better than Eric B and Rakim. Like, no. I'm, I'm not saying that they won't be or they can't, but I don't think they're ever going to be better lyrically. But I'm saying, like, as far as we're staple in the music, it, 
it's so hard because hip hop started out with groups. Yeah, but see, back then though, you had it, I should have played before I was, was talking. Titleized, Run DMC, Jam Master J. He was the cutter. You the yeah. mixer. You don't need to rap. You just stay there. You got part. Eric B and Rakim. Yep. Rakim is that rapper. Eric B, you play your part. So, I mean... Even the Fuji's, you know? You got yeah, Wyclef, he made the beat. Exactly. Yeah. So, back then, everybody had a position, and, and, and you knew when, when it was your time to come out and, and what you needed to say. Today is different. There are not MCs today. People but, don't realize there's a difference between a rapper and an MC. Mm. Rakim was an MC. Oh, I'm about to get out of school, Nick. But let me ask you this, though, right? <laughs> let me ask you this, right? Would you say it's a difference in the way groups are put together back then and today, too? Because, like, yeah. we look at, we, we just watched New Edition the other day again, right? And you talk about uh, them putting that group together where it's like, what to do, Ronnie? Like, he said, he said he didn't do nothing but dance, pretty much, right? But he knew his position was to do that. He was still that tall, light skinned, quote unquote, kid. Um, Bobby Brown, good singer, you know, it didn't look. Like the the best, but he, he had talent though. So on Pepper. So on Pepper, another Spinderella. That's, that's another group, and that, that not to be sexist. I'm sorry, I forgot the name of the female group. That's a rap group. That's a rap group. Right. Set it off for the females. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I didn't think about that. Then you had you had Queen Latifah. Real she, Roxanne. You also had Moni Love. Ah. Then they she's collaborated. Still doing her stuff too. So. It's just different times, different eras, different ways of music. Today, it, it, one of the radio people just said it. Like, basically, you have rappers today. We're used to my era group. You're used to a rapper and you're used to an MC. You're used to a mixer. It's different today. The beats don't, they, they don't need all that. The, the beats are collaborated through all this new technology. Everything is buttons. Like, you press some buttons and you guess, and then it's like, okay, you got. And that's why we get so many more one hit wonders than we did before. It's not really, no disrespect to people that make music now, because music is music. You make a good song, you know, I would get, if I, if I can make a one hit wonder, I would do it just to do it. Why not? You know what I'm saying? But music is so watered down today, like that. It's like everybody can say they produce it today. Like, like, see the mix we're looking at right now? Somebody can get that and say they're a rapper now. Because they got because they got a mix and they got a beat and they can say that rapper. We've seen it, you know. People in our family try rapping is down third. They can get a beat, say they rap, and then it's like I'm a rapper now, you know. And that's and it wasn't always like that before. You can be considered a quote unquote rapper until you had a deal, you know. And then you know, living in New York where Def Jam was at, you know, and in, in in that era, it was just harder to do. Um, but back to the <clears throat> just the rap groups and stuff like that. Um, it's 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 a it's a, a bunch of other you know rap groups that you probably. You got the front, and that's another thing, like rap groups, right? Uh, would you consider a rap group a rap group if they like kind of came together afterwards, or do they need to be a group? Like that's different. That's another, that's a different thing too. Like people be already one thing. Like let's say let's say it was Jay Z and Nas for some reason, and they came together and said that they, I don't know, something. To me, it's not a group, technically speaking. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all's already something else. I think yeah, you know, that, to me, I feel that... like a real group is a group that breaks up, and then you go be something. To, to me, I would say because. If you already like, let's say Tank, Tyrese, and Genuine, I couldn't I couldn't put them in the best R and B group because they were already R and B R before they came out. He wasn't a group. You was Tyrese, you was Tank, and Genuine, which is all great. Don't get me wrong. But see, that's what they did. They brought greatness into one CD for all them us. egos too, man. All them egos. That's why they didn't last. But what I'm saying is, far as the group, remember we how tried. we said? Remember how we said everybody got to play a part? 
So I would say when Amigos say they're the best group, I would say they are to me by definition a group because they came in together. We didn't know neither of them from being separate, which is fine. So I mean, we know certain people do this. The person do the hook. The person might rap better. The person might do the hooks better. The person might just just be there to be there. We don't know. <clears throat> but when it comes to like groups where like they made later, so like something like the firm, I wouldn't really consider the firm a group, even though they they had a group because Nas already Nas, AZ is already AZ, Foxy Brown is already Foxy Brown. Right, so it, I mean, that's then, just, yeah, that was a compilation even, to me. Like you just you just compiling things together. It's not Destiny Child's a group. Back back then, what they called that a collaboration. It, you know, not perfect, a group. Perfect. You, you collaborate. That's it. It's collaboration. Person. It's you just collabing. It's not technically a right. Group. He just allowed you to be on it, or he introduced you as being on his single or his album or his mix. And even in a group, I wonder, like, when you do that, what like you know how we said everybody know what they gonna do. So like Eric B and Rakim. They um, one scratched, one rapped. He already knew he was scratching every time. He knew he was rapping every time. He didn't want to scratch. He didn't want to rap. They just want to do their own thing. When you got a group of let's say singers, let's just say per se, like let's say the TGT, uh, Tank, Genuine, and, and Tyrese, they all do the same thing. So what what, what are we really gonna do? You know what I'm saying? We just gonna mix. We just gonna cut everything into uh, a third. You get what I'm saying? It's not really a group effort. Yeah. I I, I even like collaboration where one person's just a writer. One person is a singer, and one person might get just harmonize really well. Perfect group. Jagged Edge. You never seen them go go solo. Why? They're a group. They they. I can I. And looking around, the twins can sing. I can't picture me liking a song by them by themselves. You need the other the other group. Boys to Men. You need that. I think Boys to Men to me R and B wise is like not the best group ever. But I'm saying like far it's one of harmonizing wise like it's yes. sound wise they're the best group. One you of the, the best songs. Best. No, I probably rather Jodeci, but. Boys to Men, when you talk about how, how it sounds, that's how a group's supposed to sound. They Nobody over each other. Ryan, he does too much sometimes, yes, but they know that already. He, he he does too much. Cool. The one with the glasses, he can sing. The skinny skinny dude, he can sing. The dude with the bass that said, it's okay, you could one, go with that man, go with that girl, or whatever he said in that song. That was crazy. Yeah, the one that they got rid of, so it's only yeah, those yeah, three, crazy, really. Yeah. So, yeah. You um, <laughs> can yeah, see, right, I guess Wanya and them felt like, New addition, you know, yeah. Bell. I mean, DeVoe, you, you, you just he was pulling his weight, and dude, you just doom, 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 doom. But you need, but that's the thing with groups because you, you need all that. Like, temptation, it's like, you know, temptation would be on temptation without the bass, yeah. But when they took Kim out, I mean, you, you can replace the bass with the other tall dude he had, so you, you really had somebody that filled those shoes already. Why you had the fourth one, or to be honest, yes, it fit your group at the time, but they realized he wasn't bringing much to the table. Who, who would you say your your favorite rap group would, would be if you had to pick pick one? I'll pick two. I'll pick a couple. Like, just a rap group. Like, you know what? I would say Dream Mafia was a group first because Lil' Kim came out afterwards. You know, Dream Mafia came out first, then they introduced Lil' Kim. I'm going to say that's my favorite rap group. I'm just saying that's a group. I'm just saying what's considered a group. And y'all, and y'all listening, y'all tell me what y'all think about what's considered a group. Cause I just feel like when you pull, when you just pull people around from places that's already that's already sold. Like you know, Diddy was doing that with like Day Twenty Six and all that stuff. That's why they probably didn't last last because you trying to. Well, no, they did they did they did a good job with that Day Twenty Six and then Diddy came. But that's what they were trying to do: bring back that group essence where you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that, you're gonna do that. Not everybody on top of each other. Imagine having three main solo acts in a group. It's not gonna TGT. It's not gonna work. I'm gonna think I deserve this. I need, I need the lead part because I'm because I always sing lead on my song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I need to sing lead. So I, I can I can imagine that being an issue. I'm not sure. Ooh, 
favorite rap group. You could pick a, a female rap group or, or a male mm. rap group if you if you if you if you have to. Like even you know I'm a big Fifty Cent fan. I don't consider G Unit a rap group because I feel like Fifty Cent came out first, then they made G Unit a rap. Hey, Diplomats not a rap group to me. Cameron came out first, and he just made that you know compiled that with his guys or whatever the case may be. Mm. And I'm not. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big Wu Tang fan. Like I like, I like the, what they did. I lo- you know I love their music. But I'm talking about like my favorite for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the Fugees, but I can't say I have a particular rap group. that's like I like them here. Even De La Soul. You know what I'm saying? It's a good rap group. Um, but I can't say my favorite rap group. You know? I can't say I have a favorite. I, I, uh... Well. well what would you say if you had a, if you, if you, would you say Wu Tang Clan would be a top five rap group for you? Outcast. Yeah. I would say Outcast. I like Outcast. I can say that. My, from my era, I would say Outcast. I, probably. I, I like some. I'm not really an Outcast fan. I, I don't know all that music, but the, the, they, like they hit songs, songs I do. I like, so you got you got really uh, the Southern acts. You got a uh, Eight Ball MJG. You got a uh, uh, UGK. You got um you know them Southern groups that that's that's cool. I, I would say Outcast of all those though. But I'm just saying you got a lot of those people too. Um, I feel like you like Run DMC a lot though. I just I listen to you, listen to them or not. I mean, I'm a big NWA fan. You more East Coast. You loyal to the East Coast. It's just NWA. They they just was. I've never been that oh, hardcore. Oh, but oh, but I guarantee that's your favorite rap movie though, because you watch it every day. Honestly, my fav my favorite rap movie is Notorious. I mean, if you want me to be honest, I like the N- I like that movie. Um, with the NWA, I like it because it taught me a lot about them. I've just never been an NWA. First of all, I wish they'd wait for the big movie because they could have done a better job. I just never liked the name. Like that just wasn't me. Oh, niggas attitude. Um, yeah, and then like a lot of their music was just too hardcore. When you start talking about f the police and killing them, that just really wasn't. I'm a female. I might even grew up (laughs) in a project, but I ain't that hardcore. I'm good. That was a little bit. I like their music, though. Don't get me wrong. I will. I will say no. NWA would be one of my top five, though. Of good groups that you like, you say brought something to the community. They brought change. They poured their hearts out and showed okay. us what East yeah, Coast didn't you, understand. You went about. to school with this dude, with this dude, uh, leaders of the new school. They didn't last long. The bus around. They sure didn't. Right. But that's you know that's another thing. Groups can it can hurt you because you might have somebody in your group that just need to be solo. You get what I'm saying? You can have people in a group that don't. You know what the best group is? The best groups are when you got a a group of people where none of them. A really good, great solo by themselves, but y'all really great together. Maybe you know what I'm saying. That might be a good definition for like one of the best groups. And, Boys that, and, men. and that's like how New Edition they stated that at the end when when yeah. they you, you we had have, we had this concept before though. You you got to go through something. Yeah they, yeah, they always say in order for you to be successful in life, you're gonna have to fail at something. They failed at some things. Yeah, it ended up the way they probably didn't want it to end. At the end of the day, though, had they not tried. To do things on their own, yeah. they never would have knew where but the failure came in. At. We just wouldn't have got that. Uh, Roni, I love that song by Bobby Brown. Like, no, I don't give me. Now, I, I do think he did well. He did. He could have. He could have probably ex- aspired more, but he had other things going on. I I like. I ain't gonna lie. I like BBD. I like Bell Biv DeVoe's music when they came out. Like you couldn't tell me they wasn't gonna be fire. <laughs> they wasn't. They they wasn't. Uh, Rob Transvent struggled. I kind of tried to listen to and his music. That's crazy music. because they, I think if you if you could just pick anybody would have picked him to be successful out of the. They um, would have picked him because of the voice. 
but the music he was bringing that hard out. Hard work beat talent any day, I'm trying it, to tell you. Bobby Brown had a chip on his shoulder. He wasn't playing. Bobby Brown, had, he was mad about that. Bobby Brown was hungry for success, and he wanted it, and he knew how he to get it. He was doubted, too. He knew how to sell his body. He knew how to get to the women. He was one of the youngest ones with, with dealing with women. So he knew. He knew what was selling. Sex and his body was going to sell. He knew that. I mean, he, he was young. You coming out with songs that's like, what? Public Enemy. Loved Public Tribe Enemy. Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest was good. Public Cypress Enemy. Hill. I, I ain't gonna, Cypress Hill, I love that. You you probably don't remember, but me and your dad used to play that a yeah, lot. I remember that insane in the membrane. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I was balling. Um, <clears throat> got The Roots. Roots. Um, the Roots was good. They're pretty good. De La Soul. Wouldn't have been my top five. My top five would more than likely, I'm going to go ahead and start with you, right? Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bone Thugs and Harmony. I liked them. I did. The Locks. Mm. The Locks was the good. Locks. The Locks was good. Hey, I'm putting a record. The Locks My was favorite good. group is The Locks. Put that record right now. I forgot. That was good. I love The Locks. Yeah, they favorite, was My favorite group. Be two New York, but my favorite group. The Locks. Number one. For me, it's, and it's, it's no right or wrong answer. Y'all can say Migos if you like Migos. I'm just saying The Locks is my favorite group. Of all I time. like the songs you said me go sing. I don't really know them per se as a group, but I would say Run DMC, NWA. Um, I would say Public Enemy. You like NPMD? You like you, you, I you love like, I about to say you like, you like NPMD. I know. I love them, and and they were just the the, the two. They they both MC yeah. though, but the flow, how they how they intertwine. That's how rap music was back then, like. It wasn't what it is today. You your kids can listen to it; they can sing it back. It's not the music today. Would you say that's like anything? I think to me, and I can end it here. Like it's like uh, anytime something get like commercialized, it waters down because you start doing it for like money wise. You know what I'm saying? Not the artist per se, but everybody in control of it. Which is like it's a it came you know hip hop came from wherever it came from, and then you need white people to press press up the records and make the music, and then now it's like. You stuck trying to make a certain kind of record because they say, "Oh, this this is good for you right here." You didn't. Let's say Joe Button. He not he don't rap like Pump It Up. That's not how he really rap for real. But he made that song it's like, "We need you to make more of these because we want we want more of these checks." And now you forced to try to do that as opposed to being true to your artistry. You know what I'm saying? And now you now instead of looking, if you don't do it, they're like, "Okay, if you're not doing that, let's look for him. He'll he'll do the Pump It Up for us." So somebody look for a lot of those. And that's how music get what Even the whole D4L, when we, when we first moved down to the South, where they were doing mm-hmm. Laffy Taffy stuff, which it seemed cool, but then you realize how it really messed rap up because everybody started trying to make dances. It's like, nothing y'all rap no more for real. everybody was making some music for no reason, like the, the phone, the cell phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> how you get a record? But, and, but you know, and they trying to do with sales, and, and then it's just like, it all just intertwined in one. And like, like I said, stuff get watered down. And no respect, the same thing with like, kind of like the drug game. I'm pretty sure you was around in the 80s where drugs were really hard back then. Now everything is soft. It's, it's watered down and stepped on. The government trying to make weed legalized and stuff like that. Like, it's going to water everything down once. once, it, once The bigger it gets, it's going to get watered down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, you know, we going to get watered down because you came out with the meth that the white people taking <laughs> oh, no, over but... and they, you know, missing they can have teeth that. and it's all okay. that. I, I'll never I mean, get mad at that. So every time there's a crackhead took over, it kind of white weed down. It wasn't really worried. It was the crack, and then it was the heroin. Now it's this meth. Like, what? You want to legalize because you got this meth here. Meth is, is, is ooh, they, you might as well legalize the weed. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, just as far as the rap group, I wanted to have you talk about that because 
I feel like it was good to have a good conversation to have with somebody else, and you ain't been on a minute. You was in the room not doing nothing really, so you know, just wanted to holler at you for a minute. I got another thing I'm gonna talk about, but you know, I wanted to get you here for the rap group because uh, you know, the, the man been high for you. People wanted you back. You know what I'm saying? Well, they gotta get one that I could really get oh, into because I mean, you, I don't. You, no, you got into it. I do it. the you rap, but I don't really. You know, you gotta get into something like I could really dig into. When y'all get a good, good, good one, I'm in there. I might talk about crushing the facilities soon. Bam. See, there we go. I'm for real though, but I am for real. So, um, you know, I'll get back with you on that. All right, Ma. I'll see you later. Bye, y'all. <laughs> All right. Now, um, I was on uh, Sal Jew's podcast, I mean, uh, radio show um, this weekend, and we was talking about dating and, and, and about shooting your shot. You know, I, I talked about what shooting your shot meant uh, in the previous podcast weeks, weeks ago and all that. But um, I've been watching a lot of stuff lately, and I, and I, I came across this video I'm going to play in a second, and it's about, you know, females uh, shooting their shots. I'm going to play that, and then I'm going to go ahead and talk afterwards. But let me let me go ahead and play that. God walks in by himself, right? Yeah. And the girl, I literally, I'm watching her eye him for about 25 minutes. And she finally got up the courage. And maybe she was like, I fucking him, and he didn't realize it or whatever like that. Yeah. But she finally got the courage. She got up to him, and she was like, she shot her shot. Oh, Literally right. shot her shot. And then after she shot her shot, dude bought her burger and everything like that. And then next thing you know, they left together. And I thought that was incredibly fucking cool. And you know what? I sit there. You know, there's a legit statistic. Literally, they say 88% of women who made the first move are married to the guy that they made the first move with. So here's what I'm going to tell you ladies, all right? If you out here worried about whether or not your husband going to come find you, why don't you go get his ass, all right? Go shoot your shot, all right? I'm tired of women out here acting like, oh, a man need to come get me, all this stuff. Fuck all the bullshit, all right? Stop listening to what your grandmother said, all right? That's why she's single by herself giving you bad advice, all right? What you need to start doing is, Will, tell these women to shoot their fucking shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? You need to shoot your shot, all right? Men want to feel appreciated, too. I want to feel like I'm fucking sexy. I want to feel like I'm fine as fuck. I want to feel like a goddamn glass of water or a goddamn snack. All right? So, yeah, <laughs> shoot your shot. Let me know. And here's how you do it. Like, who, you know who shot the best shot in history? Who? Alicia Keys. Alicia yeah. Keys. Ah, uh, yeah, he fucked up when he said that. I ain't going to Alicia Keys all the talk, you know. Shout out to her blended family and all that. Um, And in that wrong with that, I just, you know, I think Alicia Keys did. There's some, some some kind of scamish stuff, but I do. You know what? Now I think about it. No, I'm not gonna say that because I do agree. I, I I've I've talked to people and I I agree with that. If you feel like somebody is for you and um whether they you know doing something or not, if you feel like you can take that person away and 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 and, and possibly y'all can start something. You know, go ahead and do it. You know, you might block your blessing. That might be, you know, yeah, that's really shooting your shot. It's a half court shot she shot. But uh, it was it was it was worth it. Obviously, you know what I'm saying they're still together. Um, but <clears throat> back back to what I was saying though. Um, as we we was talking about dating and shooting your shot, and we 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 kind of went into the whole thing of females uh shooting their shot, you know. And I I talked to um a few people females that um they they we we talk and they tell me oh I shot I shot my shot here I did this I'm not gonna lie sometimes the stuff they tell me it don't it, to me it's not really a shot I think you have to I think you really have to have your understanding what a shot is just because you DM somebody that don't mean that that's really shooting your shot you just really just privately messaging them that's all um, I think I think shots should be shot in in in, in text thread if, if it's gonna be or you know, on a phone call or in person if possible. I don't think that's something you can do in a DM per se because uh, it's not really no 
personal connection. You know what I'm saying? You can't even call the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you going to shoot a shot with somebody? You can't even call. Like, I mean, you can call on Facebook, I guess, now, but I never answer it. I, I don't know. I can't, my phone never rings. I don't know when somebody called me on Facebook or not. But I wonder what y'all, th- what y'all thoughts on that, especially the females. What y'all thoughts on that? Especially that, that the 88%, about 80% married or, you know, uh, I guess uh, I'm not going to say married. Maybe successful. 88%. They said if that if that's a, if that's a true stack, I'm gonna go with it. I, I think it's a true stack. I heard that somewhere else before. Um, what you think about that? You know, like w- w- would you shoot your shot knowing that there's a higher chance of you having a successful, you know, maybe long lasting relationship with that person? I think I think you know thinking in in old ways or being um old fashioned will really get you left left behind. You know, like thinking. You know, uh, I can't do this. Uh, like he said, you know, you, you know, I want to feel appreciated. I want to feel like I'm fine as fuck. I want to feel like I'm a glass of water. I don't have that that particular um, issue, but it's a lot of men that might have. You know, you might have somebody that's, they might not be the best looking, but they want to feel like it at some point. You know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> truth be told, a lot of y'all that I know that, that that do look good or whatever, y'all don't be with the like the, the finest of finest people anyway. But um, you know. What's your thoughts on the whole uh, 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 females uh, starting to shoot their shot more now? I think it's cool. Um, obviously, it's a change of pace. Uh, I do. I, I think that females know what they want more or oh, quicker than. But I would say more. I would say it's more of a of a of a of a, of a chance that a female would would know what she wants over the male. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you shooting your shot is kind of just cutting a lot, a lot of small BS that might occur and that a lot of questions you know what are we this all that crazy stuff you shoot your shot you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that you gotta be a relationship you might i mean it's like i said you can shoot a shot for anything it doesn't have to be a relationship it ain't gotta be a date it ain't gotta be nothing you can shoot your shot just to get a hug you know what i'm saying you can shoot your shot to get a picture you can shoot your shot to just get some sex or whatever whatever you want to do um you know what i'm saying it's it's it's, it's levels to the shooting your shot thing like each shot is for a certain amount of points. So it depends on what you, how many points you want. You know what I'm saying? Shoot half court, that means you're going for something big. You know, um, you do a little layup. You know, you might be trying to get the number. You know what I'm saying? Some some information or something like that. Um, so tell me, can I can I get an experience? Uh, any females? If y'all, when y'all give me these comments, like, can you tell me a time when you shot your shot and you, you were successful? I don't want to read no denial story. I mean, if you got one that's funny, please send it to me. I'm, I'm gonna read it. I might laugh when I read it, but I, I'll read it. Um, but I want to know, y'all got some shooting y'all shot stories. And what y'all think about the whole female uh, taking the taking initiative or female, you know, pretty much role reversing nowadays. I'm not saying so much with, like, you got to pay for the day and you got to uh, go pick them up. I ain't saying all that, which, I mean, some of y'all do that anyway, you know what I'm saying? But we can get into that. But I'm talking about just in a sense of... Um, Making something happen, you know what I'm saying? You, you like him, you like he, you feel like he might be feeling you, or you might not know, but hey, you gonna take that risk and you you gonna put you gonna go all in it and just see. Most worst that could happen. I will say this: if you if you just compare it to basketball, you know, all good shooters only only started to shoot well because repetition and practice. So you know, if you never shoot your shot, don't expect to ever you know be successful at shooting your shot because um. It don't work like that, you know. But you can be you can be successful without you know, shooting a bunch of shots. And you know, like I said, with the eighty eight percent thing, who knows? You might not have to shoot that many shots after that. You might shoot one shot and boom, you're good. But you know, life don't work like that. Um, 
So yeah, I wanted to get I wanted to I'll talk about that today and thing. Me personally, I do feel like and also oh, that's another thing too. On that podcast, um I mean on a on a show, I keep saying podcast. I, I guess I do and I just keep saying that. On a radio show with Sai Jules, we talked about um Gordon Ramsay. They say he lost fifty fifty six pounds, um, for his wife. Um, she gave him an ultimatum and said, pretty much if you don't lose weight, I'm gonna leave you. Now I don't think it was one of them greedy lose weight things like lose weight or I'm leaving like a nasty thing. I think it was more sort of do with health concerns, if I'm not mistaken. Um I wanna know what y'all take on that. Um for one, how much weight would you be willing to lose for your significant other? Like your boyfriend or your husband? I mean, I don't care what you go with your boyfriend, your husband, your friend, your 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 side friend, your your, your best friend, your bestie, your your coworker that you talk to, or I don't know, whatever you're doing, whatever situation you got, anybody, um, somebody that you hold near and dear though, um, and they say, listen, I can't, I can't do this. You gotta lose some weight. I'm not. Sorry, I don't know how. To, I don't know if that's how they said it. Let me not say that. Um, Let's say, you know, let's say, you know, I'm worried about you. Um, I think you should lose some weight, you know, because I'm worried about you. And I feel like, you know, if you don't care about yourself, then I don't need to care either. And I'm just going, you know, I'm going to sever ties with you. So they come at you, you know, respectfully. I hope that's respectful. I sound respectful when I said it. Maybe. Um, but, you know, what would, what would, you, what would you guys uh, do? Like, how much weight would you, would you be willing to lose for your significant other? You know what I'm saying? Let's say you weigh 250. Or let's say you weigh 200. And they say, listen, man. I only like talking to girls between 140 and 160. Would you be willing to lose 40 pounds for that particular person or for anybody or for your husband? Um, and why and why not? I mean, why or why not would you um, want to lose that weight or not? And also, like I said, how far would you willing to go? Like, would you take the ultimatum or would you do it just for you? Or would you say, okay, fuck you, you go, leave me alone, and then lose weight anyway and then style on her? Just, just, just curious. Me personally, I don't like doing ultimatums, so I, I'm, I'm stubborn like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like if you give me an ultimatum, I might just gain more weight. To be honest, like you tell me, like I need you to lose 50 pounds, da da da, or I'm leaving. I might, you know, I'm nice, but don't get me wrong. Like I might just spaz out. I might just gain 40 more pounds just to test you and see what's gonna happen. Um, I hate, I hate ultimatum. Just, I feel like you're not giving giving me a choice. Like it's like you're trying to take my freedom. That's why I know I can't go to jail because I don't like not having freedom to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like anything I'm doing, I like to be in control of it if possible. I, not that I want to be controlling, but I know I can be controlling that sound. But if I'm not in control of something, like why? Why? I just I, as a human, I just don't. I just don't understand. Like why not be in control of something if you can? You know what I'm saying? Like I then at the end of the day, I, I can only blame myself for like failures or unsuccessful attempts at things or whatever happened. This is anything, you know what I'm saying? With the, my podcast, with um, working or you know anything I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just that's just my that's just me. I don't know what y'all think. I don't know. I like to be in control if possible. Um, as a female, you can be in control. You, I mean, you can still be in control and be submissive. I mean, y'all, y'all girls are smart. Y'all know what the hell y'all need. Y'all just, yes, daddy, you know, niggas say like that, you know, and then you're good to go. You know what I'm saying? But y'all be in control still half the time anyway. Um, another thing we talked about, I wanted to get this out the way before I get into what I want to talk about, is uh, prenups. I want to know how my listeners, especially the female listeners, how y'all feel about prenups. Um, we talked about that because... Oh, it came out that um we were talking about Mary J. Blige too. You know, her having to pay the, you know, whatever spousal or alimony, I don't know what you would call it. Whatever she had to pay to her um ex husband or soon to be ex husband, whatever they going through. Um and me personally, I love Mary J. Blige to death. I would never, ever, ever like 
like diss her. Y'all know that. Y'all know that because I play the music. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all can tell through that. I love me some Mary J. Blige, but I don't feel bad that she's paying alimony or spousal um, or whatever you want to call it checks. I feel like this: the law states or whatever, however they word it, however they got it going, it's like this: if you change somebody's lifestyle in a way. You cannot leave them to go back to that old lifestyle no more. That's just how it goes. So if I'm working at McDonald's, right, and we get together, we get married, and you is rich, and you was, you know, whining down to me all the time, and I'm getting, I'm, I'm living a certain kind of way. When we split, without the prenup, obviously, when we split, you have to make, you have to upkeep that living for me. And you know, it's funny. I know people are like, oh, now nah, I'm living, I'm living, I'm living that. But that's why you get married to supposed to be for life, right? That's why you're supposed to stay with the person. Um, that that to me it supposed to be as a it supposed to like protect that person. Now you can't take me from uh new, you know oodles and oodles of lobster and just think you're gonna leave. And regardless of why I left, whether it's his fault, her fault, she should have signed a prenup. She should have made him sign a prenup. This way, okay, listen, man, if you don't work out, I give you a hundred k and you go about your business. He 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 either gonna agree or not agree. Sometimes they don't agree. That can tell you a lot about the person you marry or, or you thought you were going to marry. And I think prenups, they, 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 they work that way. And then also it protects yourself and your own your own money from the money you made on your own. If y'all both were broke and then y'all, you got rich and whatever and um, y'all broke up, yeah, or got got divorced, and I feel like, yeah, okay, y'all might could work on something out. Um, in his particular case, he just was a smart individual. I hate to say it. He just was a smart individual. No prenup. You married about making all this bread. Yes, he made a little money with you when he was your manager that and third, but now he's making bread off you. Like, that's it. Now, but, I mean, men go through it all the time, you know, especially athletes, you know what I'm saying? So I don't feel bad for her, per se. Um, I just feel like she should listen to the music she makes <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, but I don't know the situation. I just feel like, for me, prenups, I'm four. I think, whether you make 60K a year, you should you should have a prenup. Why? Why would you have a prenup? And in the show, Sai said that too. She said, "Um, I wish a man would make sixty thousand dollars a year and ask me to sign a prenup." But the thing is, this it's really to protect you. But it's like this: I'm for it because I feel like in today's society, marriage is not looked at as a as the end all be. It's not looked at as it's supposed to be looked at, in my opinion. I feel like people take marriage as a joke because too many divorces. If 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 it was if it was like back in the day, where stuff could happen, people would be together for ten years, seven years, five years, be 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 separated and get back together. I mean, it's till death do you part. That's just that's just the way it go. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and just talk about marriage the whole time though. But I will say this, you know, when you get married, at that point you're supposed to stick it out through whatever. I'm not dissing nobody that got divorced. You got divorced and you feel like you made you made out your situation and successful is the best thing for you to do. More power to you because there are people that are stuck in divorces as well, thinking like how I'm, how I'm talking with it's to death do you part, and then they hurting themselves, and you know they putting their family in bad situations. So, you know, I feel like it's a, it's to eat your own thing. But I will say the idea of marriage is supposed to be for life, so which is why you gotta say yes to the right person or ask the right person. You know what I'm saying to marry you. Um, you hear that? I'm scratching my beard. Should get real. I got mad facial hair right now, but it feel like a lot of it. I'm gonna send you out my facial hair. Tell me what y'all think about my, my my facial hair. But um, <clears throat> yeah, when it comes to the, the the prenup, I feel like you technically yeah you shouldn't have it because it's supposed to be to the death of your part, so you shouldn't be thinking prenup. But I mean, like the same is also better safe than sorry. So me signing the prenup, so this way you know, I don't want you to look at leaving as a way as a of a, of a, of a payday. 
You know what I'm saying? Whether I make 60k or not, you gotta think. I mean, it's not technically half, but I'll be giving. You'd be giving up like you know, 15 to 20, 20,000 for what? What? For me making my money, and I'm gonna give you 15 to 20,000, like because we was married. For however long, whatever, you know, God forbid you got kids, then you're looking at way more money, you know what I'm saying? So, hell no. Or just marry somebody successful, you know what I'm saying? So, this way you ain't got to pay no extra money out. So, you know, you just got to stay woke at the end of the day. Um, for all the prenup, though, I do feel like it's necessary um, if if you're rich. I think it's more necessary, more necessary if you're rich. If you're not rich, it's like, yeah, I can understand why I signed a prenup. But, I mean, in the day, if I'm making 60 k a year... I want to make all 60 of it, you know. I ain't trying to pay no alimony. I ain't trying to pay 1500 a month to nobody. When they, when they can get up their ass and work themselves, you know. But at the end of the day, that's when you got to be smart about who you marrying, you know. But like I said, it's easy to say that done because, you know, sometimes people change, you know. It could be three, four years, people could change. Um, everybody's not who they are at every stage in life. So just like how... Uh, when I'm 30, I might be different at 30. When I'm 35, I might be different at 35. When I'm 40, I might be different at 40. You know what I'm saying? I uh, get married uh, tomorrow, I might be different at 30. That person might not be like, she might say, or, you know, hmm, I, I was cool with the 27-year-old main, but not not the not the 30-year-old, you know what I'm saying? And I, I talk to people now, and they say, well, you know, you're not the old, you might not be the 15-year-old main, you might not be the 14-year-old main, I know, da 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 you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I would hope I'm not the same person I was when I was 13 or when I was 14 or when I was 15. Um, I hope I've grown. You know what I'm saying? I hope I've got wiser or more mature. Uh, hope I laugh more. Hope I'm more happy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like nobody's going to be the same. So I can't say, you know, be careful who you marry because people could change for the better or they could change for the worse. So you really, it's all based on luck and, and, and chance or, you know, and just what's, what's supposed to be. You know what they say? Um, uh, que sera, sera, like, whatever will be, will be, that's that's how I feel, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I know I knew Spanish, did you, uh-huh, que sera, sera, yeah, uh-huh, um, I want to end it with this, though, so I'm going to end with, yes, um, Super Bowl picks first, I'm sorry, uh, before, Super Bowl picks, um, I feel like the Eagles going to win, but, um, I wouldn't be surprised the Patriots won, I don't want the Patriots to win, though. Um, but I don't want the Eagles to win either. I'm a Giants fan. But I, I would more than gladly welcome the Patri- uh, the Eagles to uh, join the Giants as the only teams to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So, of course, obviously we did it twice. So, if the Eagles do do it and pull through, that would be one. If not, you know, well, you know, another another paid uh, Super Bowl. But, you know, shout out to um, the Super Bowl today. Um, pull to happen. So, whenever it happens, I hope. The Eagles do pull it out if they if they can because just just being anti Brady of course um but he's the goat I have nothing against Brady I'm being anti Patriot actually I don't like the Patriots and what they stand for but I think Brady's a phenomenal player in any team I don't care if you're a Falcons fan Eagles fan Giants fan Raiders fan would love to have Tom Brady let's just keep it one hundred if you if you if you can honestly tell me that you'd rather have your quarterback you have right now than Tom Brady. Unless your quarterback is God, you tripping. <laughs> you tripping, tripping. Um, okay, so I wanted to end it with this. Uh, it's been in the media lately that the, the girl that accused Tupac of uh, rape, uh, Tupac and his crew, rather, or entourage of rape, was on the Vlad TV. If y'all can go to that interview and watch it, that'd be go. That'd be great. I think now it's like three parts out, but when I watched it, it was two parts out. I sent it to my friend. We talked about it for a second. Um, her story does seem sketchy. But here's my, I want to give my take on it, right? I never want to say a woman is lying about 
being um, raped, molested, or touched in any way, form, or fashion. Because you never know. Like, just because somebody can't, you know, have their story down-packed don't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you about the time where I worked at Sprint and it got robbed while I was there. And I can tell you a story uh, one way on Monday. I can tell you a story one way on Tuesday. It'll be the same story, but one, one might be more detail. I might leave a detail out. I might forget to say a certain detail and go back and say that detail, which then might leave you puzzled and tell you that story. But I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not lying about it. Like, it happened. It's not money anyway. I don't care to tell a story. But, you know, when you, I mean, when you're not thinking about things every day. You put things in the back of your mind. It's, it's, it's very easy for something to... Uh, be considered uh, a misrude or or you forget a detail or you to leave something out. So I never want to say she's lying. However, in the video, it does seem to be some um, missing, not say gaps, but it's some questionable things that that were said there. And then since he's asking her questions while she's telling the story, just her face, you know, her body language, um, I don't think she's lying. Though, just me personally, I, I don't know if if everything she's saying is the truth. Though I'll say that much, but to say she's lying, I, I won't go that far because I know we we talk about you know about you know sexual harassment and just sexual misconduct and things of that nature. And men sometimes, when you're in a certain position, you do have this uh, this attitude about yourself that you know you're entitled to something. You know, I don't think I don't know if Tupac had that attitude like I'm Pac, you know, you're going to let me smash, then you're going to let the homie smash just because I'm Pac. I don't know. Her story, I'm not going to say too much about it, but she did say one point in the story that they was kissing, they was on, she was on top of him or whatever, and she said, he said something like, I like you, I like you enough to share you with my homies or whatever. I don't know. Be honest with you, that sounds like something Pac would say in the movies I've seen, just any of y'all seen him. I don't know. Y'all love Pac a lot, I know. Y'all think he's like the end all be when it comes to rap, and that's fine. Um, I have no issue with him. I just like, Rappers to be authentic. I think he was. I think as a man, I like Tupac. You know, what I'm saying I think he could have changed the world in a bunch of ways. I don't think it would have been through rap. Not saying he couldn't rap because he got some. He got some bangers. But um, I do think that he could have changed the world by being uh, multi talented as he is. You know, what I'm saying like Jimmy Fox. I think he could have been like no 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 disrespect to Jimmy Fox. I thought he could have been like that times like a, a lot times a lot because. He could rap, he could see, he could act, he could dance, you know, this, that, and third. I just didn't like the thug life thing that he portrayed. But then again, it's one of them things where, you know, a lot of times you ever had somebody lie on you and it's hard to really, like, uh, get others to believe you about the story because the person got to them first. I feel like Pac might might have had that happen where it's like he was screaming thug life and all this other stuff, which I feel like, from from my personal opinion, though, things I've seen in, in documentary, documentaries I've seen of him, he wasn't really tough or not not tough. He wasn't like a gangster or hood or hood like that as he as he portrays. Um, but I feel like when you put yourself in that light, you bring on all of that um, that comes with it, and what comes with it is entitlement. What comes with it is like you know abuse and just that just that um that judgment of, of 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 not not being anything, you know what I'm saying? Um and I feel like that was he got a bad deal in that with the court. Um however, he was <laughs> he was convicted, so I don't I don't want to tell you like he wasn't convicted of rape, so I can't call him a rapist, but he was convicted of, you know, sexual misconduct. And um I, I agree with I agree with it from what from what I know. 
uh, I want y'all take on that. If you can't, if you can, or you need a link, I will link you to the to, to the DJ Vlad interview. But I see a lot of people on social media saying, "Ah, oh, this bitch, this, this bitch, that, da da da," and I just. I feel like it's like the Tyrese thing where I was telling people about Tyrese. Like, it's okay because this, this guy's a star. You know what I'm saying? Tyrese is a star. He's a, he's a forefront. We know him. We like Sweet Lady. We like all that stuff, you know. Um, I'm not sure what I just did just did. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I tried to sing Sweet Lady real quick, but then I, I, I checked it out real quick. But, yeah, so I, I'm just saying, like, we know Tyrese. So when he was saying, I want my babies, you know what I'm saying? I haven't seen that. Quickly, if you're really a big Tyree fan, you're like, you're, you're on the side already. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, no, I think the mother just bitter because he he married and moved on. I think this, we, just, we think of a whole bunch of excuses for that star that we like because we know him. We don't know Tyrese's uh, daughter's mom. We don't know what she is, how she is. She'd be a nice person. We don't know. It's almost like when you're talking to a, a, a girl and she say, man, I hate my my, my, my kid's father, da, 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 and she paid him in this bad light. But in all reality, he might be a good dad. He might try a lot. You're like, whoa. Because you knew her, you believed her, you know what I'm saying? You took it for face value, and now you know um, you know that that was, that was, that was false. Or vice versa with the dudes and, and um, their baby mom, you know. They say da-da-da-da-da-da, and it's looking that way. Because you know you're looking at him and what he's doing, and maybe his story is fitting at the moment. And then later on, it's not. It's like, whoa, this is she's not like this. She's not this. It's not that. It's not that. You're not really a good dad. You know what I'm saying? So you don't really know. Um, you're judging on face value. So I say the same thing when it comes to the to to the woman. I think people really like Pac, Pac and y'all put him in this big regard. And I say y'all because I don't put him there. Um, but people put Pac in this big regard. And don't get me wrong, Pac is top five. I'm, I never take, take that away from him. Just personally, me personally, you know what I'm saying? And things I've read um, and articles I've seen and, and documentaries I've seen of him. Me personally, I just don't put him in the guard. Y'all put him at. But I don't I do not do the same thing with Kendrick Lamar and y'all do too. So I might just be going against the grain. Who knows? But in any event, I'll say um, we, 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 we put Pac in this regard. And now when somebody's saying something against him, Without even looking at all the facts, she stumbled one time. You're like, ah, you're lying, bitch. You stuttered. You're not supposed to stutter when you're telling the truth. You know, it's like, what the hell? Um, you can miss details, you know what I'm saying? Her story did seem a little shaky, but it's not, it, it wasn't shaky enough for me to say she's lying. You know what I'm saying? And I, I did see other videos where his homeboy said, um, oh, she loves Pac. And Pac tested her pretty much saying, like, she left him in the room with the homies. They smashed. And she only smashed trying to impress Pac. And Pac thought she wasn't going to do it because he, he really, really liked her too. So he woke up and it was like, we smashed. He really was like, oh, damn, you smashed the homie. Like, I expect you I expect you not to smash them, whatever. I mean, that sounds cool too. I can't, I don't know him, so I can't say he was lying. Um, but like I said, we'll never know because his life was cut short. So now it's just her word. I'm not sure why this is even news, to be honest, but. I watched Vlad TV. I don't know why he interviewed her and gave a light, gave a, a situation light like this because pop movie had just came out. I'm not sure what it was going to do. You know what I'm saying? Especially for Vlad to be somebody that's interviews hip hop. I'm not sure why we needed to have this story out again at this time. But it's Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Tupac, man. You know what I'm saying? One of the uh, monumental rappers of our time. You know what I'm saying? Definitely top five. I'll give him that, and, you know, he uh, got some great songs. Um, but I wanted to kind of segue into this video, which I'm going to talk very briefly on before I go. 
um, I first got a text about some about um some, one of my friends being sent a video of a, a little girl. I want to say about four years old, six years old, maybe little girl. Apparently, she was um um. How can I say this? Because I want to say like the word I would use if it was an adult. It was a molestation. I know that for sure. But um, performing an oral act on a, in a on a grown individual, a grown man. And um, she told me that she's like I was. She, said she cried. You know, she she, she watched the video. She cried. Um, she has daughters, and you know, she did. All, one of her biggest fears is her daughter. You know, um, getting touched or something like that. And I I got two daughters, so of course I agree. I, I I don't have that fear though. I don't know why I don't. I don't. I don't think of it. But um, I think as for for females, it's since y'all go through it more. I don't. I haven't gone through that. I'm not a female. I haven't gone through. Being a young female, maybe looking nice and having older people say stuff to you. Now I don't know what that's like. Now I mean, older men say stuff to you. You know, um, definitely had older women saying stuff to me. Of course, you know, <laughs> your boy is cute. But now, nah, for real, um, on a serious note, so I didn't see the video, and honestly, that's what I want to talk about. I don't know who would want to see that video. To be honest, like if I had got sent the video, I probably would have spazzed on whoever sent me that video. To be honest with you, I never want to see a video when it's Anything underage or anything to do with linked to molestation, anything to do with a minor, 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 8-year-old, any, 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 a kid having relations with a grown man. Even even the point that, that, kicks me, that kills me when it says schoolgirl has sex with teacher. Like, I don't understand how niggas watch, like, want to watch like I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not into that. That's that's it's illegal. It's not, it's not cute. It's nothing good about it. Um, it's disgusting. Right now, just think about it. It's pissing me off. I seen the dude. Can they, the the video went real viral, and um, they they caught the dude. Um, I I don't think they caught the dude based on social media. I think they, when I seen, they said that the neighbors. The video went so viral that neighbors caught wind of who it was and brutally beat him up. I don't know how true that is. If y'all can't fact check that for me, if y'all can look that up, look up, you know, look it up. I don't know what to tell you how, what, what, what the word to go under to look it up, but look it up and um, definitely um, check that out. Just the article, not the video. Like I said, I don't understand why somebody even want to share the video. Like, why would I share it on Facebook? Why would I share it on Twitter? Why would I retweet it? Why would I... I get the whole want to find a God thing, but I don't, I, that's that's disgusting. Like, I don't want to be associated with somebody that want to share that video. You know what I'm saying? To get it sent to you is one thing, but to send it out is another thing. And that's crazy to me. Like, never. And I get it. You know, you got daughters. Maybe somebody want to send it to you. I'm good. Even if I knew the person, you know what I'm saying? Don't send me that video. Tell me what happened. And let's, let's go from there. I don't want to, I don't need to see it, you know what I'm saying? And that's one thing, like, it's like I said with the whole, the female, like, not, 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 um, writing somebody off when they say something because you, 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 you like, you like a particular artist or a particular person. I might like somebody, they might say, hey, man, this person be molesting this four-year-old person. Should I not believe it because I know this person? When it comes to kids, I feel like you, you, you do first and then last, you, you think about the consequences last. So if it's something about it, not saying you gotta beat somebody up or go do this, but you confront that situation first, and then if you're wrong, cool. I'd rather be wrong. I tell you right now, I'd rather be wrong than to to have have 
second guessed it and, and, and been wrong about that. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be wrong and hit somebody or, or, or fight somebody that I feel like is molesting somebody or like that and be wrong about it. I, I won't mind being wrong because I can, I can apologize and be a man about that. But Jesus Christ, like the world is crazy. And that, I, I want to bring that to a close and just say, you got to watch you have your kids around. I don't know the situation of, of that particular thing. Like I said, I didn't see the video. I haven't clicked on too much of the news. I just seen that one little link. And it, like I said, it's disheartening. It's, it sucks. Like, why would somebody want to do that? I don't understand people's mind frame, mind state. I hear they trying to even make child pornography um, fucking, they're trying, to, they're trying, to, like, trying to desensitize us to that. That's fucking crazy. Like, having, like giving pedophile sex dolls for little kids. Like, why? It's not okay. Like, I don't want to support the habit at all. I think that should be illegal. That is crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy to me that you know you you, you got you got limitations for you know buying alcohol, buying cigarettes. Uh, weed is illegal. Certain things that's illegal that's that's harmless, technically speaking. But you'll make a, a a little sex doll for a pedophile to reduce the risk of people. And I guess they trying they trying to look, use that as a deterrent to reduce the. But fuck, but fuck all that. Like fuck reducing the risk. Don't do it. I should have to give you a kitty doll to say, hey, don't go mess with real kids. Have this fake one. Like, that's like, and then it does it, it's like, will that really work anyway? You know what I'm saying? Do people that, is is the nicotine patch 100% perfective? Um, 100%, um, no. Do it make niggas stop smoking? No. Them e-cigs, do, do niggas not want a real cigarette after that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. I, 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 I taught people that smoke e-cigarettes. So what what's the point of having a fake dog? Like I don't understand. Like a like a like that's crazy, man. The world is coming to a crazy thing. They're trying to desensitize a lot of things. Um I guess I just get into it my well because I went over an hour. Fucking um little 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 like I read in California, they trying to make it to where they have to learn about uh gays, you know, being gay in, in, in elementary school. That's crazy. It's Black History Month, you know. It's crazy. I'm not gonna get into it right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it later with my. my I'm gonna probably have Quentin on the podcast, and that might be a podcast people don't like because I'm probably gonna bring up you know the whole uh, gay community and stuff like that, which I have a, which I have no problem with. I have no issue with. I'm just gonna bring something up and bring it to the forefront because you know I understand it now. In California, they talking about you know making it where there has to be it has to be in the curriculum for students of that. You know, one through, I guess K through five to learn about being gay and or because they might have these feelings. Like, listen, to be honest with you, no disrespect to anybody that's gay listening to this or whatever. I have no problem with somebody that being gay. To be honest, if that's what you want to do, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? I have no problem with it. We, we can still be cool. I'm cool with people that's gay. I have no issue with them. We don't want to talk about it. It's like that's you, that's you, cool. But I don't think that's something that people should learn before, like before 10 years old or something like that. I mean, it's something you'll pick up and you pick up on the way because they say you might have these feelings. Block those feelings, man. I hate to, I hate to say it. Not, not, I'm not trying to be like like wrong in saying this. But to be honest with you, your son come to you and say, you know, I, you know I'm having these feelings. I don't know. Da, da, da. Listen, block them because just block them. You, you nine. You don't know what you are. Block it. Like girls, block it. Your daughter come to you. You don't, you don't want to sit down and have a talk with your daughter at eight years old and be like, um, well, you could like whatever you want to like. She's eight. <laughs> she need to like boys and that's it or, or, or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Make that sitting down, lay down life. Like, what's been wrong with people make, coming out later on in life? Like, what are we going to have next? Like, people coming out at 10 years old? 
we have coming out parties now for 10 year olds so now the rest of their life they could just no that's crazy to me like I'm not for it I feel like it's way more things we, and I'm not it's not that I'm, I'm pro, it's not that I'm against gay it's just that I feel like there's way more things we can be promoting for kids to learn before 10 years old you know what I'm saying how about we, we, we beef up uh, learning about black history more than just February you know what I'm saying um in my opinion, I'm not trying to be that, that pro-black guy because, you know, I'm definitely not it. But it's a bunch of other things we could teach kids, you know what I'm saying? How about starting to prep them for college and how it's not for everybody? How about start doing that? About getting a trade? How about start doing that? You know, it's a bunch of things you can do. I feel like teaching about uh, gay and bisexuals is the last thing you need. At, you know, I, when I was, before, I, I couldn't even divide at 10 years old. I might, I don't, you might say you were stupid, I don't know. Shout out to Rudy, rest in peace. He taught me how to divide in sixth grade. I didn't know how to divide until I was about 11 years old. I can't imagine <laughs> my teacher saying, listen, um, we're going to learn about gay. And then the maturity level for somebody that age, I feel like you'll get picked on more teaching that shit in school before somebody is 10 years old between first and fifth grade. We used to joke on people that wasn't gay. Just to say it, you know what I'm saying? When, you, when you're that young, because you're dumb, you don't know what's going on. You don't know about people feeling being hurt for real, for real. People having suicide thoughts at that age, for real. So imagine somebody does think that, we, you know, kids are joking on them. And now y'all talking about it, even bringing it up in the classroom. And you know how kids are. You know, you got the teacher and say, such and such, this is what it, is, it means to be gay, like a guy, And somebody say, oh, oh, like this person, and say his name, whatever it can be. You mean like this person? That's embarrassment right there. Like, I don't think they're thinking it's all the way through. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Give me your opinion on that. Give me your takes on that. And when y'all give me your notes, please. Um, That's wild. That's wild. Um, So, yeah, that's all I got for this week. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what this world coming into, but it's Black History Month. I'm trying to, you know, put some good content out this month. And, um, you know, y'all let me know what y'all think about this episode. Of course, hit me up. Facebook, Snapchat, email, text. Morning Masters Podcast. See y'all next week, man. Might be playing this for the Patriots. We don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Walk up Sunday morning. Got a little bad news today. Mm-hmm. They say my-